Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture, and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. We're watching the Mighty Ducks, the animated series, not the movies. Do you edit your uh, throat clearing out every time? I do. Oh, man, they, these people are really missing out. <laughs> I do it a lot during the episode, too, so I edit those out. <laughs> well, you got a lot of shit in your throat. Well, I don't talk a lot, so my voice isn't used to it. Yeah, this is the hour you talk a week. <laughs> <laughs> Look... <laughs> It's like three or four times as much as I talk during the week. <laughs> I don't stop talking ever. I know. It's weird because the roles get reversed here and I talk more than you do. And it's well, weird. you're explaining what's going on and I'm waiting for something stupid to happen so I can be like, isn't that stupid that that <laughs> happened? I'm color. That, that's how I, I hear you talk. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. <laughs> Always. Well, not just here. <laughs> I'm not yet. Uh, we're watching episode 25. Uh, entitled Duck Hard. Yes. Yep. That's what it's called. Because this is this is like Die Hard because they're trying to get into a building. I mean, they're in the building. Well, yeah, and but they're trying to get to the bad guys within the building. Yeah, it's it's nothing at all like Die Hard though. No, because because uh, not to get ahead of ourselves, but Wild Wing is trying to get in. And he gets in really easily through the ducks and and then and the then ducts, ducks. With the tea. yeah sorry and then he has to sneak up and um he steps well, he doesn't have shoes for some reason uh <laughs> well he's a duck why would he need shoes but Bruce Willis wasn't dragging an overweight circular man with him uh through those air ducts if we know anything that's the my earth. <laughs> It's always sunny in a Philadelphia episode. I've got two. I got two things to say on that. I would not describe uh, Cleghorn as circular because he's more pear shaped. Yeah, because he's it's even less defined than that. He is like nebulous. He's like he's not anything you've ever seen before. Nothing. <laughs> he's non Euclidean. He's yeah. Like, he's an eldritch horror, the likes of which H.P. Lovecraft described. You said a lot of words there, and you laughed at them like I was supposed to know what they were. You... I knew H.P. Lovecraft is a okay. thing. Uh, the Cthulhu, is, is, which is prominently featured in his works, um, is described as non-Euclidean. Oh, that, which that's is where a you shape lost that'll, me. It'll drive a man insane but to I thought, observe. I thought Cthulhu, Cthulhu had the like a spaghetti mouth and like a. He do, I guess the plane th- of existence, a thick, sexy bod. <laughs> True enough. Uh, the the plane on on which Cthulhu exists, I believe, is non-Euclidean, and I may have been conflating those two. My mistake. Have you used that word in front of me before? Because I feel like I thought it the other day. You know when you get a word in your head and you're not sure why? Sure. I feel like that word was in my head the other day, and I didn't know what it meant. You said a lot of words. Which one? Euclidean. Okay. Or maybe I heard it on the television or a different podcast. Setting. It is a word know. that exists, so it's yeah. possible you heard it anywhere. Well, so maybe it's not the word I was thinking of, <laughs> and I was just like... Were you thinking of Easter? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of candies. <laughs> All the candies <laughs> possibilities. Look, a lot can be said for Easter, and it's also the only time you can get a bunny-shaped Reese's peanut butter cup. It's true. Or an egg-shaped one. Yeah. Unless it's Christmas. And, and mini like, eggs. And they're like... This one's a tree, and you're like, is it? <laughs> Looks like a squished bunny to me. Yeah. You didn't even change the foil. You just mushed it. They had uh, they had these um, Reese's eggs, but they had Reese's pieces inside of them, so it was like a hollow mm. chocolate egg with Reese's pieces inside. That's cool. Nah, it's, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah. Um, it's just a different Reese's pieces delivery system. Yeah. 
you Reese's will, Pieces. It's hard to not say Reese's Pieces. It really is. I'm sure I said it because, yeah, like you said. I think you said it right. I said oh. it wrong. Well, I heard it. But your brain just wants to go for the rhyme. Yeah. But anyway, don't recommend. Get you a real Reese's egg. <laughs> it's full of weird peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It, it's strange to me how the Reese's Pieces peanut butter is so completely different from the Reese's right? peanut butter Right? Why would it be butter. different? I don't know. Is it just smoother when you smoosh it down like that? I don't know. I mean, I like, it them. In the, I like them both. The mold, I guess. I don't know how they make Reese's Pieces. I assume there's like a, a, a fold-down mold that no, you put I'm peanut sure butter in. I'm sure there's an extruder involved. But it's so ovular. And, it's a very good extruder. I don't know what a 3D oval is called. Is that is that a sphere? Uh, it's called a piece of candy. Okay. Got me there. Uh... I'm sure there's a video online we can watch uh, where they make Reese's Pieces. Probably. It's probably a... Uh, what is that show? Unwrapped? Yep, thank you. No problem. I wanted to say Good Eats, but that was wrong. <laughs> also a good show. I like uh, Alton Brown. Yes, Alton Brown. Yeah, I think he might be uh, no good in real life is what I've read. Yeah. Which he, is sad. He has I that energy. Like him. Uh, I hear that he might be like a weird Dom kind of guy. There is an episode of the show he had called Chef Sabotage or something like that, where he made the chefs wear, like, you know, sex stuff, like mm-hmm. a spreader bar, so they couldn't use their hands together, so that their cooking was harder. That is weird. Super weird. Um, so ducks uh, play hockey sometimes. Yes, sometimes. We went off on 10 minutes about who cares? That's what people are here for, Sky. They want to know what your favorite delivery method for Reese's is. Is it the mini ones? Is it the the miniatures? Is it the regular? Is it a jumbo one? In earnest, it doesn't matter as long as it's getting crammed into my face holes. No, but there's got to be one that you Nose, ears, whatever. like the best. I'll take it. It's a miniature. That's the correct answer. <laughs> the one that looks like it's Reese's cereal? No, that's a mini. Oh, the miniatures mistake. are the individually wrapped ones, you know. You, you know, the ones we've had forever. Yes. The mini ones are the newer okay, ones. Yes. They're like real little ones. Miniatures like an, are, are just like, you know, you get a bag and they're all wrapped. and you got to right. unwrap them and then there's a little you, cup. If you were buying them in the grocery store line, they would come in a bag or a package of two. And no. instead you get the individual ones. No, you're thinking of... Regular. You're, you're thinking of regular sized ones. <laughs> how do you... How are you not following along, Sky? What do you think about all day if it's not... Which Reese's is the best? Okay, so you have the regular one, which comes in a pack of two if you're in the grocery store line, right? Yes. That's about this big. Right. About the size of a regular person's right. glasses. And the mini comes in a bag like you'd get Skittles. No. That's the that's mini. That, yes, that's mini. I'm sorry. Okay. Fuck. It's like, there's only so many adjectives yeah. they use, Jake. I know. Well, they went with miniature. So then... And then miniature is in between the mini and the regular right. size. So one. that's, that's, the, that's one... the foil ones that you'd get yes. in, a loose in an Easter basket. Yes. And okay. like you, there's a bowl of them at, at a celebration of some kind. And, okay. And you, you unwrap each one. The mini the minis are not wrapped up. You could just dump them in your mouth, right? Which is does that is a selling point for them. Yes, <laughs> the maximum amount of Reese's per square inch. However, with a miniature, you're getting that uh, delicious uh, the the snap of the chocolate on the top layer, mm-hmm. uh, and it, the ratio is perfect from the chocolate. And you get to unwrap it like a like a cupcake. Yes, and then you, what do you you could you could do it so many ways. You could bite the bottom and just rip the the peanut butter right out like that. You can 
No, the chocolate off, so you just have a peanut butter nugget for the end. You got the possibilities are endless. You're spending a lot of time focus testing your Reese's pieces or the, your Reese's Jake. Katie won't let me talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, have you heard of the show Going Deep? Uh, that sounds familiar. Yes, it's not as sexual as it might sound. Um, Everything that you say is as sexual as it sounds. It's, it's a guy who looks way too far into something yeah. and examines it too far, and like. He'll spend 40 minutes making an artisanally uh, sharpened pencil or some shit. Um, I feel like you should contact him and talk about Reese's and figure out the best way to eat a Reese's. I mean, I just told you. <laughs> With your face holes? Yeah. You line up six or seven of them and just... <laughs> Shotgun them? Yeah. Then your teeth hurt, your tummy hurts. Remember that extra big Reese's peanut butter cup that they have for a minute? Yes. It was like a tiny pie? <laughs> yes. Eat it With a knife and fork. That was good. I think I did eat one of those and probably didn't share it with anyone. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I don't remember if I've eaten one. I remember getting you an enormous Snickers once. And I ate all of that. Yeah. But yeah. over the course of a couple days. It was very big. It was yeah. like a foot long. It was I think. too big. It was far too big. You had to eat it in slices or you'd die. <laughs> yeah. Like a fucking loaf of banana bread. <laughs> that's an. Yes, that's a perfect <laughs> anal- or, uh, analog of the size and shape. Yep. So, Phil, <laughs> we should just do a candy podcast. Maybe. I'm just veering us wildly back on track. Uh, Phil's taking no- Nosedive and Grin out for suits. So, I really thought this was just to get Nosedive and Dive and Grin out of the episode and we wouldn't see them again. Yeah. Because that's how this show functions. Yeah. Um, there was an actor that they like couldn't get to do some pickups, but that it wasn't one of these voice actors. It it's was, a lizard. It was instead Clancy Brown. Right? Did yes. I say okay, I said it wrong last time. It was Clancy and slapped Brown, him. and they got Jim Cummings to pop in and do the rest of his lines, and it's like, what was Clancy Brown doing? Maybe Lex Luthor? I don't know. I mean, like... he works a lot, but like, this is, how many things can you just knock out in one booth? Right? I, yeah, oh, I mean, I guess there were some to rewrites to... for this episode. It made less sense than <laughs> maybe it does now. But that'll come up later. But Phil's telling them that they're fashion disasters. They're they're not wearing their normal clothes. Like Phil's just not Phil. Grin's just in a tank top and some like yoga pants. Well, uh, Nosedive does say he likes just wearing his pajamas. Sure, because <laughs> he's a I think it's trash like, ball. I think it's like the bottom half of a karate gi because yeah. he's you know the karate man. Also, is Grin bald with a ponytail? He is got like a real like early Fraser thing sort of <laughs> going. Yes. I mean, not quite, but Frazier didn't have a ponytail, but you know what I mean. But he's also a solid color, so are those feathers and also a hair? That's a great or question. Is, is there hair feathers? Did we decide on that? I don't think so. Okay. I choose not to think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. Um, but I will say this. I would wear Nosedive's jacket that he's wearing, even though it has stupid like uh, shoulder pad epaulets or something. I mean, I guess it's a vest, and he's wearing a T-shirt under it, but it's got a, the cool symbol without their mask. Yeah, um, it's a which is it's, a down it's point. It's an all right. Would you pop that collar like he's done? Yeah, you love to pop a collar. I used to. Remember that era when I wear would wear like nothing but track jackets. Uh, vaguely, I don't have like a a calendar of things that you wore. Phil calls them boobies a lot, which I don't love. Is, I don't love it. I know it. I think. He's saying it with a U, like the uh, Jim Belushi is saying it with a U, like booby, like a Yiddish word for like grandma or something. But like, 
No, I think seeing he, it written out is weird. I think he thinks they're those birds called boobies. Oh, <laughs> blue-footed boobies. Yeah, because uh, they're because they're ducks, so they're like a different kind of bird. Could have called them tits. Yeah, because those are also birds. I guess he could have called them crows as well, but he didn't. Yeah, those because that's a birds. kind of a bird. That is a different kind of a bird. Uh, there's like a woodcock. They could call him. Yep. Got any more bird facts? Got any more bird breeds? Well, I know some birds are things. <laughs> uh, like a like perhaps an eagle is a bird. Um, maybe a what falcon. about a titpecker? Because those are those are also a bird. I feel like you're just cranking off to bird books, man. <laughs> this guy got his zoo book in the mail. He's in the bathroom for the next. Very hour. vivid imagination. Yeah. I just need letters. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 out of offensive or. Possibly misconstrued bird names. Well, it's okay. By the time we get done with this, it'll be dinner time at this rate. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we are uh, two minutes in. I'm into it though. Let's keep doing it. Yep. So we see a truck pull up uh, into, I guess, the pond. The pond has a truck area. Yeah, it would because they for got merchandise and stuff, I suppose, and and concessions, deliveries, okay, and I'll buy various that. things like that. But it and does... the ice, you got to get the ice in there. That's somehow. true. Well, there's. <laughs> I mean, they keep it cold in there, so they should have ice. <laughs> I don't know, Sky. Yeah, the ice they use in the concessions is just chipped away from the <laughs> playing area. It's fine. <laughs> they start in the middle and work their way out. That's right. It adds uh, some dynamic hazards to the uh, to the hockey, so it's a yeah. little more entertaining. Um, but something's amiss right away because you see the truck pulling, uh, like truck first instead of unloading side first, and then we find out that it's chameleon. Well, we find out it's some sort of double. We don't know that it's chameleon. Yeah. You just called it because you figured it out because you're very smart. <laughs> sure. Uh, and truck driver man sees Cleghorn pull up. Um, apparently, Cleghorn received some complaints from the city. No, they got an anon- he got an anonymous tip that they had illegal substances underneath the... Oh, did the dragons so. tip him off? Is that what happened? Yes. Okay. Because that's what phase one is, is to... Um, Send Cleghorn in there for some reason. I guess he's a distraction. I guess so, yeah. I'm not totally sure what the deal is with him, because I feel like most of this episode could happen without him. Yeah, didn't need him. Um, but we do see the truck driver, Prime, uh, gagged and tied up just in the passenger seat. The real truck driver. Yeah. Whereas Chameleon um, is looking at him and giggling with murder in his eyes. Mm-hmm. We never see that guy again, so I'm pretty sure he's dead. Even if he didn't murder him, like he goes on to do other things and gets distracted, so that guy probably just dies in his truck. <laughs> it's a very hot day. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut inside the pond. Tanya's invented a new thing in a room that I don't know if we've seen before, but it Her definitely lab. doesn't look like a lab that they would use because it's got like earth tones instead of cold technology colors. It definitely looks like it's in a high school. <laughs> Yes. Instead of an underground, technologically advanced bunker. Right. Maybe she's... No, they're not underneath, because then they wouldn't get trapped like they do later. But she she made a six-barrel shotgun, basically. Uh, it's a new multi-puck launcher. Yeah, it's their assault rifle puck launcher. Um, and Mallory's like, give it here, I'm going to shoot some shit. And then the dragons teleport in, or so it seems, and... Uh, Mallory right away just unloads that shit, and it shoots like I don't know a thousand pucks really fast. <laughs> you know, just rending the lab apart. Duke Orange is like, "Oh fuck me!" It's it's Dragonus, and he pulls a sword, which has a sound effect for the first time. 
and he, he tries to kill him and he just falls through it and it's like uh, it was very clearly the hologram when the pucks didn't hurt any of them and they didn't say anything yeah but instead they wanted to blow all the room up and then Wildwing just strolls in and he's like I made this thing apparently Tanya didn't feel the need to tell you that she was working on it and it projects hollow hologram targets for them to 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 aim at um so they just blew up the lab for no real reason right just to i guess to, to spite tanya i guess so and then the puck launcher gets a new color because of animation errors <laughs> and Mallory's... there's a there's a communication breakdown there's a language barrier between the people who uh make the show and the people who actually make the show <laughs> true uh, but she decides she's going to spook Nosedive next time she sees him because she he put worms in her boots. Yeah, that sounds like the fucking plot of a Goosebumps book. <laughs> <laughs> Go eat worms? Well, that was a different one. A guy ate worms. But in this one, your shoes have worms in them. Mm. And you dump out your shoes and you think you got all the worms and then you put your shoes on and there's more worms in there. <laughs> Infinite worm cheat. Yeah, it's called... Uh, I wish my shoes weren't worm shoes. <laughs> but it's I... one of the later books after he ran out of ideas. Sure. <laughs> I remember reading a book about eating worms. It's like fried worms or something. Go eat uh, fried worms. Yeah, something like that. And if I remember right, a kid tried to kill a kid in that book. I, I don't think I've read that it's book, gonna but drown I know, him. I'm aware of the that it exists. There was a bet for like $100 and a kid was going to kill another kid for that $100. Jesus. If I remember remembering correctly. Or you just made it better in your brain. Yeah. It's hard to say. I'm going to go home and go read and read the Goosebumps Go Eat Worms. I think that there was a sequel book about ants and eating ants as well. In the Goosebumps? No, in the... Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't think In the kid-killing novelization of worms and ants and stuff. But anyway, um, Clyghorn rings the bell and uh, Wildwing gets a notification on his apple watch so he goes up to retrieve him and then he's like even though he was the asshole who made lizard targets for them uh he's like clean up this lab it's a mess it's like you fucking did he's the boss yo <sighs> yeah but it was his fault and mallory's itchy trigger finger Sky, i know you've worked places before everything's the boss's fault and they make you clean up their mess uh the one time that somebody shit on the floor at cvs i called not it and i didn't have to and the boss cleaned it up <laughs> It was, it was a good day. It's your favorite day. The day you didn't have to clean up shit. Yeah, the day I didn't have to clean human shit from the floor was a pretty good day. Sometime, um, you, when you, next time you see Katie, ask her about the time she had to clean up human shit. <laughs> Pass. It's really funny. <laughs> sure. Uh, so Wildwing goes up and collects Clegghorn, and it they're just in the stadium. Shit. I'm not asking questions. <laughs> It was glossing over it. It was from work before I knew her. Glossing. I just realized that it sounded like it was my poops. It was not. (laughs) It's from a man who is probably dead now because he was old. (laughs) Glossing. So Clickhorn is like, I've got a warrant. I need to see the inside of your place. And he pulls out a donut because cops love donuts. Clegghorn loves donuts and having a shirt that has a bow tie but no collar. It just binds directly to his neck. Or just under his head. He has no neck either. He it looks like when Spider-Man has the Venom suit and he like just like the head the mask part comes off. And then it like <laughs> it's back over his face. 
only instead of like a cool spider, it's just a a weird off brown. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a bow tie on it. Somehow. Because it's not even like tight. It's just there. I guess it could be a clip on. I guess so. Or a pin. Or it's a skin that he's tied together. Gross. He's got a lot of extra chin skin. Neck skin. But as Clegorn had a warrant, and Wildling's like, all right, fuck it. Let's bring another human into our secret headquarters. Nothing could go wrong here. Meanwhile, Chameleon uh, is able to cut his way into the base. And... And at this point, Sky said, why didn't you just teleport in here? Now, keep that in mind for in a minute, everyone. Yeah, because it seems like a thing that they should just do. Yeah. Because that'd be pretty easy. Or teleport a bomb in. Not even worry about it. But uh, we see the the gang, uh, Mallory, Tanya, and Duck Orange have wandered into the area where Drake One is. Mallory's bitching because they didn't help her clean up the lab like they should have. They just apparently sh- like swept all of the rubble underneath of a throw rug. Which, do science labs have throw rugs? I don't see why they would. Okay. Seems like a good place to lose your screws. <laughs> yeah, but if it hits a throw rug, it's not going to bounce like it would if it hit a tile floor. So I guess that's fair. It's got its pros and cons. <laughs> yeah, but if you're walking through there barefoot, you're going to find oh. them screws. Yeah, it's going to fuck your shit up really hurts a lot yeah um i stepped on a rock in the driveway the other day and i <laughs> thought i was gonna die uh it's been a while but when i was a kid i would just walk uh, on the gravel driveway i had with bare feet and it didn't really bother me anymore and now i've got I, as an adult i don't do that anymore now you got sissified feet kind of i do wear shoes a lot more than i did as a kid I was just taking out the garbage, so I was like, I don't need to put shoes on. It's like <laughs> it's like maybe 10 feet away from the door, mm-hmm. but there was a rock. Yeah. Next time you're going to step in an anthill. No. <laughs> but cleave the flesh right off of there. Yeah. Katie's going to be like, what's this husky skeleton out here? She <laughs> got us another skeleton decoration, I guess. Fair. Where is he? Oh, it's moist. Why is it moist? Why, why is a skeleton decoration wearing Jake's shoes and a hat? <laughs> that crazy Jake. <laughs> He's always up to something. It's got a weird beard, too. I didn't think you could do that. <laughs> I once was helping my mom with her garden, and I was pulling a stump out of the ground, and uh, part of that stump was an anthill that I did not anticipate, <laughs> and all of a sudden there was just like a lot of like burning sensation on my leg, and I was like, what the hell is that? And it was ants. It was lots of ants mad that I stepped on their hill. I feel like that happens in Jumanji. You were in Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But ants don't like it when you fuck with them. That's why I've taken to just poisoning them. Yeah, like you should. Bunch of little bitches. <laughs> they found new holes to come through my house in. Like, <laughs> Yeah, they'll do that. There's the one in the floor in the kitchen that they made. There's two in the fl- in the kitchen that they made, and now they're coming through the laundry room. So that's where I poisoned them. <laughs> I like the I like the idea that we give them the poison that they take back with them, so it poisons all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking insane. Wildwing shows up, and all the guys are like, "Hey, how'd you get rid of Clegghorn?" And right away, Wildwing's like, "There's lizards in the place," and they're like, "But what?" Our, all our defenses are on, and our anti-teleportation shield is up. Apparently, they've got an anti-teleportation shield. It's I said very, that word all wrong. It's very smart of them. Yeah, and also, um, this show has very consistently answered our questions moments after asking them. Yeah. 
um, for the most uh, part. It's weird that they actually did answer them, but not right away. Chameleon turns back into himself with... Uh, like a carnival barker face. I don't know what he's supposed to be I here. C- I don't get any it's of a these reference references. To something. It has to be, otherwise they wouldn't make it such a specific face. But I don't fucking know, because I'm a millennial. Um, but he pulls out a grenade and hucks it at them, and they wait patient for patiently for it to explode and knock them all out. Doesn't kill them. I feel like he could just do that now and step on their necks or whatever. Yeah, he's really missing an opportunity. Yeah, but he goes over to Drake one and he starts tip-tapping on the keyboard and he turns into a flight attendant face, which I feel like was a very popular SNL skit at this time. Oh, yeah, with uh, David David Spade Spade, and a woman whose name I could not tell you with a gun to my head or a gun to my dick. My guess is it's probably a a lady who was on SNL. That seems like a safe bet. Probably, um, oh man, I can picture her. Sure. But it might not be her. It, it honestly doesn't matter. It, it matters enough that I've already picked up my phone. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and then after he uh, does, finishes typing, he walks over and turns into like a, a default announcer guy and invites Wrath and Siege to the party, and they teleport in. And they also don't kill the ducks that are sitting right there. But Siege reaches out to Draganus and says, hey, we, we did it. The, the, we took over the pond. And Draganus yells, yeah, I finally took it over. You know how he's been nonstop talking about that at no point in the season up to now? Yeah, he, uh, he's, he, he changes his mind a lot. 25 episodes, and he's not once been like, I'm going to take over the Duck HQ. But now it's his whole thing. And now the, why doesn't he go right now? Because the Ducks are, are mostly down. The answer was Helen Hunt. It was not a person from SNL. It was the guest host. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. I feel they. How many? I feel like they did that a bunch, or maybe I just heard about it a lot. Yeah, I don't know. But the original one was Helen Hunt. Neat. They've done it recently on an episode with Megan Fox. Cool. Yes. Uh, I just thought you'd like to talk about Megan Fox for a little while. Eh. Okay. I'm all right. We're watching the new girls, and we're in the Megan Fox era. Ah, uh, not great, but pretty okay. Yeah, I mean, we're past where it's just Megan Fox, mm. where it, she just she just came back. It doesn't matter. I hit the thing. Ow. You're a mess. You're drunk. Cool. I wish. I think I have enough sugar today. Ah. I better get some Reese's. Do you, I've, got so, I've got a bag of sugar. Do you just want to yes. take a pull from the bag? I don't, don't deserve my sugar. <laughs> so there's a neck break when we come back. See, so just pulled up a schematic of the pond, which is neat to see because f- we didn't really know. Yeah, we the never, layout. You never really get a sense of like how much is there. Yeah, where's the pool room? I don't see it. <laughs> where's Wild Wings? And by that I mean no di- nosedives bedroom. <laughs> but like they're looking up the fusion generator room, which is a thing that they have. You know, like a nuclear power plant. Well, you know, they do hockey there. You gotta. You gotta have a lot of power for the hockeys. And all of the subterranean stuff they got going yeah, on. Yeah, I guess they're always they're... launching planes and, yeah. uh, and, planes, trains alter- and automobiles. all-terrain transports of some sort out of there. So And some boats sometimes. Yeah. And also this One time that computer network that is enormous and all-encompassing. Oh, yeah. Because apparently they can just hack into the NSA or whatever and get nuclear launch codes. Well, it seems to be figuring the launch codes out. Because, like, they're not just grabbing them. It's, like, learning them, I guess. Which is different how. 
Well, because like, let's say they're just written down in a computer somewhere. Mm-hmm. It just copies and pastes that, and there you go, you have it. Okay. This seems to be like randomly running through every number until it figures out which one it is. I see. Yeah, apparently the the plan wasn't to just kill the ducks. It was to get nuclear launch codes. So you can kill the ducks with nuclear launching. I mean, I guess you you could do that. You also just broke in. You just step on their necks right now. Ducks have notoriously weak necks. <laughs> we have first-hand yeah. experience. Don't, uh, no follow-up questions, but we are aware. <laughs> Our hands are clean. I just yeah. want to make that perfectly known. Yeah. I mean, mine a little less than yours. <laughs> Because you did dare him to do it. And dare I request. <laughs> Which is essentially a dare. Uh, and it was not to hurt anyone. It was to scare. Scare the duck as much as it scared you. And I think it was a goose. It was a goose. Which is just a mean big duck. It's just a scarier, heartier duck. Yeah, it's a duck that hisses. It's a duck with teeth for some reason. Yeah. Why would a bird need teeth? I don't know. Why are geese always standing so close to the road? Because <laughs> they think they own it a- you got all that room over there, man. I look. I, there's a pond near my work, and sometimes geese will just hang out in the street and just watch me as I drive by, yeah, I don't like, like that. ominously. I'm like, I don't, I don't want any trouble, man. <laughs> I'll get you some bread if you want, but like, <laughs> we could just be cool. Yeah, give them some bread, and then they'll never leave you alone. There's a seagull that I threw a French fry to, and then it sat. I was in my car eating lunch, and then I. It sat on a post or a lamp post and just shrieked at me for the, for the duration of my lunch. Yeah, and you probably couldn't get out of your car for fear <laughs> it was going to attack you and steal your your toupee. I could punch a seagull. I don't think you could. I mean, you a could seagull's tr- going to be focused on what's in my hands, so it won't see the other hand coming. Oh, I don't think you could. I don't think you could get a punch in on a seagull. <laughs> Do we have to go find some seagulls and I think punch so. them? We, I, I, we, Man versus Beast 3. I'm going to fight this bird like a man. It's going to box a seagull. Just the one. Yeah, it's going to suck when I get my ass kicked by a seagull. Sure is. <laughs> what can I fight? Uh, we'll, we'll find something. It'll come up naturally. <laughs> get you a cassowary. <laughs> no. You've got all that padding. Yeah, that, that'll save me. It'll just save the cassowary's knuckles as it <laughs> punches through my gut. Ooh, I like killing this guy. Yeah, you gonna kick your whole guts out. Yeah. Or maybe an emu. Emu is slightly more dumb and less angry. Yeah. It's not going to reach into my stomach and pull my spine out through my butt. <laughs> it might. If you get enough of them. They've won a war in Australia. They've got the numbers. <laughs> it's true. Um... <laughs> So Man got... versus Beast wasn't all boxing, so maybe I'll just versus a I'll versus an emo in like a, a crossword puzzle competition. <laughs> well, to be fair, I don't think there was any boxing. It was mostly like races. Yeah, like that Chinese fellow thought that he could out eat a bear. Yeah, and the the Chinese fellow even got a head start of like twenty minutes as the bear sauntered over yeah. and then inhaled like four hundred hot dogs. <laughs> Me and the emu are going to have a pie baking contest. <laughs> the great bake-off. The great man versus beast bake-off. If I remember correctly, that fellow from... I don't remember where he was from, but he outran a... What was it? A giraffe? Yes. Because a giraffe was too awkward to run? Yes. Because giraffes have them knobby knees and aren't quite right. Yeah. And then he lost a race to a zebra twice. Yes. Because Cause it was a tiny horse. What were you thinking, <laughs> yeah, man? It's just a fancy horse. 
I remember us being very upset at Man vs. Beast, but I don't remember why. And we yelled at it a lot, I think. Oh, teenage us. The, uh, the scientists were like, hmm, so the, the flies and mosquitoes don't bother zebras because of their stripes? Let's paint these cows. And so they painted some cows like zebras, and they did research, and the, the, the cows got bit by like 50% less mosquitoes and, and bugs and stuff. So now there are just some cows out there painted like zebras, which is very funny to me. Weird. Yep. I had never heard that zebras didn't get bit by mosquitoes. Yeah, I guess their their stripes confuse bugs or something. I knew they confused predators, but like... Well, a I, bug's a tiny predator. I, I guess. Because like the moving images would like fuck up the lion's line of sight or something or other. Yeah, it's like how you can't film a computer screen with a camera guess the lion's eyes is a camera <laughs> i got it okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh cleghorn and wildwing are trying to get in wildwing can't get his codes to work so they're gonna have to go through the back door which is also not a sexual euphemism <laughs> it's an actual back door that they have in the sewer do you think katie will let me paint that giant mighty ducks logo on our wall i think you should just do it not ask for permission yeah. ask for forgiveness and then she just paint over it if she hates it that much yeah. could hire my mom to do it if and when we have a nursery that's when we get painted on the wall. <laughs> raising him right yeah look at this baby loves the mighty ducks <laughs> This baby's going to have a gun with six barrels that she bucks. <laughs> uh, so Wildwing talks to Mallory on the Apple Watch, but it turns out there's a chameleon, and he gives him some bad intel. And then we cut over to the Drake One room, where the three ducks are now bound with glowing purple uh, binds. Uh, I, I don't know what it's made of, but it apparently is difficult to it's energy. get out of. That's um, why it's glowing. Sure. And the three of them are like, we're going to have to rely on Grin and Nosedive. They'll be back soon. Uh-oh. And they just got to the mall. Look look, look how big Look how big he is next to those. Yeah, Phil people. is... His character design is so enormous compared to a regular human in this world. I don't even think it's his character design at that point. I think it's just weird perspective that they didn't... Like... I don't know. They just made him too big. Yeah, because he's gross and a monster. Well, he is a disgusting monster. He's got a suit that's just filled with cocaine. It's um, too fat to do cocaine. Right. The suit's just full of cocaine. Oh, he's, like real he's just thin. a teeny tiny man. We, we established yeah. this last week, Jake. I, well, that was a whole week ago, man. <laughs> uh, so Nosedive tells Phil that he needs to get in the mood for suit shopping by buying comic books first. So they run into the comic that's shop. That's a sentence I've heard you say before. <laughs> How dare you? I love wearing suits and shopping for suits. It's true. You're a real creep. <laughs> What? What part of that makes me a creep? The the I love wearing suits and shop, shopping for suits part. How's that creepy? It's just weird to me. You're weird. You're weird. Just wear a pair of cargo shorts like a man. <laughs> so they run in the comic shop. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back in the sewers, um, we see... We don't get a single Ninja Turtle joke here from these guys. I really thought... We were so close to it. I mean, it wouldn't be hard. They could have, like, a rat carrying a piece of pizza or something. Or he would just, I don't know, he was just, he's like, what are your headquarters down here? And Wildwing goes, what do you think we are, uh, giant turtles? We're ducks. Yeah. You know, there, boom, boom! Easy. I could have written for this motherfucking show. 
even back then we could have come up with that. Yeah. Uh, Just a couple of 11-year-olds in the writer's room. <laughs> punching up the script. <laughs> we, uh, we pay them in Dr. Pepper because they're stupid. <laughs> the, the chubby one wants some more Reese's. <laughs> Sold. Uh, the little one's out there walking around without his shoes on of those rocks. <laughs> he won't stop crying. <laughs> uh, Sighing so, and crying. That's what I'm going to put on your grave. <laughs> Sighing and crying. With a, an apostrophe? Yeah. Or, nice. Duh. Um. So Wildwing presses a single brick, and then a door, like a garage door, folds up, and then we see the entrance, the back door to the pond, and Wildwing tries very little. And he like he pushes a button, <laughs> and it doesn't work. So this is the emergency entrance. This is an emergency. He should be able to get in this entrance. Yeah. Well, it's pretty easy to blow up. So whatever, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. On all houses, the back door is easier to get into than the front door, so it makes sense. My back door is made out of glass, so yeah. He's talking about his caboose, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please don't break my crystal ass. <laughs> but Cleghorn gives uh, Wildwing some guff about not being able to get through the door, and uh, Wildwing's just like, fine, fuck it, and then he blows the door up with a single puck. It must be great just, like... Getting to blow shit up and being like, Mallory will fix it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so we jump back up to the Drake one. Uh, they've The dragons have successfully found like two b- digits of the code to launch all of the nuclear weapons. I guess in America? Uh, yes. Because I... First off, it's weird that it's one code for all the nukes. Yes. Um, because I, I can't imagine that is the case. Um, and Wrath has been snooping, and he found a bunch of explosive pucks. Snooping. I like that they're in like a box that like chocolates would come in. It's got the caution tape on it. Yeah, they're caution chocolates. And I don't know how pucks come normally. Maybe they come in a box like that. I like donuts. they come in a tube like Pringles. <laughs> I could see that. That is a great question. It's probably a mesh bag. I, I sure. I mean, I believe that too. I mean, you don't put exploding pucks in a mesh bag, of course. You do if you're whipping them at your enemies. Guess that's true. Uh, but uh, siege is gonna go down to the fusion generator and drop a bunch of pucks down there, which I guess are timed. These ones are in a mesh bag, but like cinched tight enough that they're in two stacks yeah it's not what i was imagining you could slide them into a pringles can yeah if you needed to i like the tennis balls come in a pringles can me too the best ball delivery system <laughs> i suppose all the other sports balls are too big to put like three Ima- in a package yeah, imagine a basketball uh pringles can just like <laughs> this tall. <laughs> three feet tall yeah it's very cumbersome that's fair uh, I guess golf balls also come in a small container. You can get multiple in a small container, but I feel like they don't come in tubes. They're probably they come little in boxes. Like, little box, yeah. like bullshit. Like golf idiot, is bullshit. Like idiot, stupid bullshit. Right? Give me some tennis balls. This guy loves playing tennis. <laughs> this guy loves playing fetch with a dog. That's I do love that, about. actually. Uh, my sister's dog, Pluto, fucking loves tennis balls. Like it's the only he won't play with any other toy. I once bought him a a uh, like a basketball sized tennis ball, and he didn't give a fuck because it wasn't the right size. 
Otis had one of those for a little bit. Uh, he ate it. <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, so while Siege is doing this, uh, Clegghorn and Nosedive go through the vents. I don't know why they needed to do that because they just walked through the door. They needed to do it so it was like Die Hard. Except that's a whole major thing in Die Hard, and this barely means anything in this <laughs> episode. That's why Jim Cummings is the voice of Siege for a second, because they had to write in this <laughs> little uh, part. You know what? That could be it. Yeah. They had to add in something to make it seem like Die Hard. Yeah. Because uh, they, maybe they got like all the way through, and they're like, what do we call this? And someone was like, oh, Duck Hard. Of course, like Die Hard. And they were like, but he's wearing shoes the whole time, and it's not Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And it also doesn't make any fucking sense. Carl Winslow's not there. <laughs> no, he's busy and invincible. Yeah. With the one episode he was in. Uh, but the school's named after him, so it's fine. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's like that in the comics. I didn't look. Um, you should check that out. I will. So I'm going to go through your stuff while you're finishing this podcast. There's a fight <laughs> between Wildwing and Siege as uh, they're trying to, you know, end this conflict um eventually wildwing gets knocked down and Clegghorn is able to get his human handcuff around siege's wrist as yeah. he's gonna swing down and he locks him to the wall because there's a whole bunch of pipes in this uh fusion room well that's where you put your pipes yeah for fusion full steam steam and duck shit <laughs> probably and then Clegghorn's like i'm i'm the law i'm a policeman and then Nosedive shoots at Siege, and I was hoping they was going to shoot at him, or shoot him to knock him out, but he shoots near him, and then it's a, like a gas puck. Yeah, I really thought it was just a really poor shot on Wildwing's part. Yeah. He missed on purpose. I wonder how, if all of his pucks in that gauntlet are sleep pucks, or does he have like a heads-up display in his mask where he, he can select a different puck? He must have, yeah, different uh, options. I would think so. Like, like, like Hawkeye can switch the end of his arrows. Uh, arrows. Thank you. You're welcome. His, <laughs> switch the end of his uh, hawk eyes. <laughs> we don't see him do that other than uh, the first Avengers movie. I have. I honestly don't know. In the comics, he just has different arrows, which seems very time-consuming, and it would make more sense to have multiple arrowheads. Yes. Because um, how many times are you going to need your glue arrow, Hawkeye? We'll find out in his show. How many times are you going to need your boomerang arrow, Hawkeye? How many times are you going to need that one with a boxing glove on the end? <laughs> all of them? Yeah. You need all of them. What if you need to punch something that's really far away? <laughs> Listen, this one's really heavy, but when it when I need it, it will be worth it. <laughs> yeah. So we cut back to the mall. Uh, Nosedive has purchased a bunch of comics, maybe? I mean, square. Comics so are hard records to draw. or CDs. You just needed to make them look like rectangles. You fucked up. They're uh, also incredibly thick as well. They're trade paperbacks. Uh, then Grin's like, I don't want to go suit shopping either. Let's go to the crystal store where there's crystal balls and crystals. I need more crystals for meditation. Uh, Grin, you're the most uninteresting person I've ever seen on television. That could be true. There's probably somebody worse. For sure. But, for, you know, for the purposes of this. He, yeah, he's the least interesting person on the show, for for damn sure. Uh, so we jump back to the pond. Clegghorn and Wildwing are just walking through a hallway like normal. You know, like Die Hard. This, uh, this hallway scene has real uh, 
Real Mandalorian vibes. <laughs> Is it because there's Star Wars robots that come flying around the corner? Yeah, and they're uh, in that episode with Clancy Brown. They're <laughs> they're stalking through that prison ship, <laughs> getting <laughs> shot by robots. <laughs> yeah, I like I liked your robot Thank impression. You. I worked real hard on it. I didn't want to brush past that. <laughs> do you need to do it without me talking so there's a clean audio of it? <laughs> so you can make it your ringtone? Yes, please. Um, no, I'm good. Uh, the robots start shooting at the ducks, and Clydecorn's like, why do you have these floating assault robots? And most guys like, because uh, d- dinosaurs, I guess? Because Mallory built everything else, and we got to keep her busy, or she's, <laughs> she talks to us. <laughs> Yeah, so Nosedive, or Wildwing, pulls out his shield, which is a, probably a good idea to start using, and then fucking Clegghorn does a John Woo move out from the alcove they were hiding in, where he jumps and shoots and rolls and shoots some more, and he's able to kill all the robots, and it's weird because this is the first time we're seeing him competent. Well, it helps that his gun is from the future. <laughs> he does have a laser pistol, it's strange, but I several episodes ago they decided that they couldn't have regular human guns anymore, yeah. so... Even regular human guns that still shot lasers. (laughs) Yeah, they did have revolvers that shot lasers not too long ago. Uh, But Chameleon is upset because they killed all his robots. And apparently he activated the PA system, so he's able to talk to them. And Clayhorn yells at the the dragons and he's like, I'm your worst nightmare. Remember when he didn't believe they were real? Like two episodes ago? That was a while ago, I guess. I don't know. Was it two episodes ago? It was two to three. I don't know. He did. He only came around the ducks very recently. Yeah. Um, and then Chameleon turns into like a teenager yeah, or cause, something. Because teens play video games. Yeah, and he pulls out a uh, like a remote control for a uh, like a plane, uh, and he brings out the shock ball or some shit. I don't know why he's so well versed in their defenses of, of, of this place he's never been before. Uh, but uh, Wildwing's like, oh no, the buzz ball! And it's just a, a big red ball with electricity running through it like it's goddamn sci-fi Indiana Jones. I really like that it has a name and it is buzz ball. Yeah. And then more Star Wars robots come out and start shooting. I just imagine Tanya inventing it. Like, guys, I invented the... I can't do her voice. That wasn't it. You weren't nearly congested no. enough? Nope, I can't do it. <laughs> anyway. Just plug your nose. And then talk like this. Yeah, that's it. Actually, that wasn't it either. It was too nasally. <laughs> we'll um, get there. So, uh, Wildwing does the only sensible thing as he's caught in between robots and a buzz ball is he shoots the floor and Clegghorn and him fall through it, I guess. And the but robots, we don't see that happen. No. And the robots and buzz ball murder each other. Well, the buzz ball kills the robots, that's for sure. I don't know what happens to it after this. Because they assume that they have killed the ducks. And honestly, it looked that way because we didn't see them yeah. like clear it, and the the show is pretending like they might actually kill a main character on screen like that. Uh, but we cut over to Siege, and he's woke up, and he snapped the the handcuff off of his wrist, and he's gonna go punch some ducks or whatever. And we find we cut back to the mall where Phil has successfully dragged Grin and Nosedive to the suit chalet. That's right, the suit house. But it's so early 90s, the, the architecture of the building is so early 90s. It's got a real Best Buy vibe to it. Yeah. It's got a real uh, The Max from Saved by the Bell vibe. <laughs> That's fair. 
and Nosedive and Grin are like, we're not going to buy suits. We don't want them. And then the scene flips around like it's a transition. The scene flips. And they walk out and they're holding bags. And it's like, you could have just not bought. You're, you're adults. You could have just murdered uh, Phil yeah, you, and or not you, had to do this. You could have just said no, like adults do. Yeah. And gone home with a cab or something. Also, uh, sorry, I forgot to mention this earlier. These two have already worn suits in this series. Yeah. So, you know, they, there's that. They could just, like, do their quick change and maybe it's their suits are still in there. I don't yeah. know how it works. They're the only two ducks who have worn suits. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but they're upset that they were tricked into buying suits. And it's just like, you could you could just said no. Why didn't you just say no? It's like drugs. Sky, you just don't understand peer pressure because you don't have any peers because you're peerless. <laughs> That's right. Thank you're, you. You rise above It's true. the, the rest. Thank you? That's weirdly complimentary of yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Did it feel weird saying it? Yep. <laughs> we cut back to the pond. And between Duck Orange and Tanya, uh, Duck Orange opened up a, a, a panel and Tanya was able to grab the ground for their electrical equipment. And shorted out their electricity bonds. Is that how that would work, Sky? I don't know that it wouldn't. <laughs> the ground is designed to absorb uh, like excess electricity so your shit doesn't explode. So, sure. I mean, I guess Tanya knows what she's doing. She invented a buzz ball. Yeah, she could do it without even looking with her hands tied behind her back. <laughs> uh, so she undoes Tanya and, and uh, Duck Orange. And Mallory. Like, yep. And... Uh, they're like, we need a distraction. So Mallory's like, I got it. And she projects uh, Siege with the thing that she took earlier. It was uh, it, it was Chekhov's hologram That's projector. Right. Uh, what about Chekhov's gun? Um, Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so Chameleon runs over. Is that not named after the Chekhov from, from Star Trek? I'm pretty sure it was. I, I, I have no reason to doubt it up until this point. I feel like I thought it was, and I feel like I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> while that may be true i'm pretty sure it is in fact a star wars thing star trek thank you uh but chameleon runs up to siege as though they're friends and they are not friends they've never yeah, been friends just to hug him uh and he can't hug him because he's a, a, a hologram and he's freaked out because he thinks he's a ghost which is almost true but then siege is just there and he's like that's not me i'm me and then they look over for the hostages and all the ducks are gone. And they're like, damn it. But instead of like shooting them from a, a, a distance, you know, quietly and getting the surprise, they yell uh, at them and they shoot down from like the top of the monitor. Instead of engaging like the defenses or they have the high ground, I guess. But it doesn't really work for them because uh, Chameleon palms the keyboard and a uh, a gun falls out of the ceiling. Well, he can't push any buttons for real because he's got those little suction cup fingers. <laughs> be real pain in the ass to be pushing buttons. I guess that's fair. His his typing speed is pretty abysmal. Yeah. So there's a firefight between the the dragons and the ducks, and Siege is using actual fire, but it's magic. At that point, Wildwing comes in and uh, through the door, like just normal, and he uh, I don't know where they went, but they're fucking fine. Doesn't matter. They could have done a real diehard thing where they crawl through some vents, but instead they just, you know, come out of the door. They were they were in a vent, Sky. You saw them come out of it. 
Yeah, we didn't see them go in. You saw them they go in a door for in no one reason. scene and then come this, out of vent. Yeah, and this would have made more sense for them to come out of a vent because they fell through the floor or something. <laughs> but instead, Wildwing just comes through a door, it hits some buttons, and the defenses turn off. And nobody noticed them come in yet, so they keep shooting. And then Duck Orange leaps down and pistol whips Siege right in the face. <laughs> it's pretty great, yeah. actually. Not a pistol whipping in children's television. Yeah, you don't see it much, and that's a real damn shame because it's slightly better violence than uh, just having a gun and shooting someone. And even though these guns shoot pucks, imagine if you got pistol whipped and shot with a puck at the same time. It definitely would have broken his <laughs> jaw. Um, so Siege gets back up and he's like, "I'm still alive." So Tanya and Mallory jump down and they have given up the high ground. But they duck behind a computer console, and then they, everybody just shooting at each other. Nobody's noticed Wildwing standing behind them, even though he's two feet behind them. Uh, yeah, just directly behind them. He's so close. He's at so one clo- point, I think he makes the shush sound to Cleghorn. It's insane to, to for them to think that we wouldn't think they'd notice them or not. Yeah. It's just like first off, he's dressed the way he's dressed, <laughs> and also like he's got a gold face, and he's. He probably has a smell about him. And he walked through the damn door. They had to have heard the door open. <laughs> Who walked in that door and shut off the def- gun's defenses? Yeah, but then uh, Tiny yells something like, this one's for Wildwing. And Wildwing's like, oh, thanks. That's very sweet of you. Um, so they tell Wildwing about the explosive pucks and how they're going to like thermal detonate this whole thing fucking stadium and apparently there's a game later that's why phil was so pressed for time in getting the other ducks nice yeah. suits the suits that they are not going to wear at a game right um but the the stadiums are full and if the it explodes everyone's gonna die they don't say those words but that's certainly implied right here. and if all their fans are dead who's gonna buy the pennants that say mighty ducks or the big <laughs> expensive books buckets of popcorn i mean people from other states for sure <laughs> would uh, you if uh if all of the local mighty ducks fans got murdered would you travel to another state to continue to watch the the team play no, but like you can order stuff from afar. Not in this day and age. You what, just are you have to get mail a catalog. It in. You'd call them on the phone. Yeah. Excuse me. I'd like to um, send you a check, and you can send me some Mighty Ducks merchandise. Yeah, it would take like three weeks, but yeah. you'd get your stuff. What an insane time to be alive! <laughs> it's very inconvenient. Yeah, sure. Everything sucks now, and we're really fully aware of all the racism and inequality in the world. But uh, we can order things real quick, and that's all right. Yeah. Clickhorn. So, Sundays aren't even special anymore. <laughs> I got so many things in the mail today. <laughs> so Clickhorn decides that he's going to get some payback on the dragons. I don't know what he's paying them back for, but he's going to get it. So he pulls his gun, and it is a future gun that looks almost exactly like Bebop or Rocksteady's gun. <laughs> it's just colored different. He starts shooting, and he immediately shoots the gun out of Siege's hand. I don't know when he got so competent. It's weird. He's angry. I guess. The anger fuels his competence. I guess so. But then goddamn Draconis decides now is the time. So he teleports in behind them. The ducks are like, oh, it's Draconis, instead of just shooting him. And then he casts firebolt on them. And they all get knocked down. I didn't know he could do that. 
Did he? I know he his mouth smokes sometimes when he's angry. But yeah. I don't think we've ever seen him breathe fire or anything. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Also, again, he neglects to just step on their necks. It would really save him a lot of time yeah. and grief. So Wildwing is in the generator room. I, this pond is super easy to just navigate. Like, I don't know why he had so much trouble. Well, because the defenses were against him then. I guess. So he just grabs the explosive pucks and crushes them in his giant meaty paws. Yep. Um, seems like that would trigger the explosion to me. But but I'm clearly, I'm wrong. That's fine. Yeah. And he doesn't have enough time to disarm them. But he does have time for a weird plan B. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, like a long minute. Yeah. Which, enough time to disarm all of them. Because there's two buttons, like all of their shit. There's yeah. two buttons. So the dragons have successfully broken the code uh, for the U.S.'s nuclear weapons. And at that exact moment, Phil and uh, Grin and Nosedive come sauntering in. He's got coffee and donuts. Uh, you know, pregame snacks. Right. Got to carb up, Jake. Uh, so they turn into... You have to take a shit in the middle of your game. <laughs> Um, so Grin and Nosedive don't active, like, they don't tap anything. They just change, like, I don't know, magic. Duck magic. I had a a thing that I was going to compare it to, but then it left my brain. Um, and then they get shot by another fireball or whatever from Dragonus, and a donut goes rolling next to Clegghorn's face. And it wakes him up because cops like donuts. He loves donuts so much, it revived him and gave him the strength. Like a Popeye. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't go... No, that's not Disney, is it? Who owns Popeye? It's Warner Brothers? No? He's definitely not like... The, uh, one of those guys. Yeah, we'd probably see him more <laughs> if he was. I mean, would we? No one really. I no. Uh, but then Dragonus um, is like, "We're gonna get out of here. We're going to put all of the data we've collected into an information cylinder, which is a flash drive the size of a lamp." Um. So the <laughs> it comes out of the computer. Uh, they start to leave, and then Clegghorn stands up, yelling. And he pulls his gun again, has a very long monologue, and uh, shoots the information cylinder out of Dragonus's hand, who's holding it up like he's Link finding something in a cool-ass <laughs> chest. And he's like, I've got two words for you, buddy. You're busted. Uh, the original Popeye cartoons were created by Max Fleischer for uh, Paramount Pictures. I see. Which is owned by 20th Century Fox? No, Disney owns Fox. Paramount is owned by, um, uh, no, Viacom, I think. Okay. Because that's what Paramount Plus is. I see. Owned by Viacom. So, uh, with uh, Clegghorn's revival and successfully shooting the thing out of Dragonus's hands, the other ducks get up and they still have their guns. Um, apparently, even though they knocked them all down, they didn't bother going and taking their weapons or killing them. I guess they were going to just take the codes and go. Is that what this was for? I guess so. But yeah, they really should have used this opportunity to murder their enemies. Yeah, because they're going... Like, doing it in the long game is fine, 
but when you have the opportunity, you can just do it then. Also, doing it in the long game is fine if you are a competent crew. <laughs> like, these guys have repeatedly just fudged the bucket. There's no there's no history of competence. This is true. Uh, so the Cleghorn and the Ducks, except for Grin and Nosedive, who fucking suck and are just out at the other side of the room, um, point guns at them, and then they teleport away without the information thingy. And that's it. Like, the the, the fight's over. But uh, Wildwing comes running out, holding the multi-cannon, and he shoots all the explodey pucks he comes, uh, It's the, the hockey air. game. You didn't mention at the hockey game. Oh, yeah. You know, endangering everybody a lot more directly. Uh, but he does shoot six of them up, and it turns into a fireworks, because... Because it does. That's yep. how they saw it. that's how he saves the day. Good thing that they have invented that gun. The fireworks gun. That's right. So the game happens, we don't see any of it, which is weird. How boring would this have been if we had to watch the entire game though? Well, I mean they could have had like cut to the last shot like they like to do. But uh, they don't explain who won or whatever, but Clegghorn's still there, and he's like, uh, I don't like that you have a nuclear reactor under the world here. I don't like that you have a military facility under my city, but I'm also not going to do anything about it. I mean, what could, what's he going to do about it? They could kill him if they wanted to. They should. Um, but he does call them partner, so I guess they're they're fun. They're friends now. And then Nosedive and Grin come out, and they're wearing Phil's exact suit. And hilarity ensues. I mean, not... The ducks all laugh as though it's funny, but really they just... They're just wearing suits. Yeah. And it's not. It's not funny. I get it. You look like Phil, and Phil's a big dump truck of a man. Is Wildwing the only one that doesn't have a ponytail? Uh, yeah. Yes, he is. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Dude, cool guys. I mean, I guess it was 1996, so yeah. yeah I guess. Everybody was trying to be Travolta, man. Yep. So that's how it ends. Everybody laughing at uh, Grin and and uh, Nosedive. Sky, before you move on. Yes. Uh, Chekhov's gun is has nothing to do with Star Trek. Really? It uh, It's the, the uh, pr- premise, um, a dramatic principle um, made up by Anton Chekhov, who is a Russian playwright. That you uh, that every element in a story must be necessary, and the irrelevant uh, element should be removed. So, you know, we all know what Chekhov guns gun is. Where if you introduce it at the beginning, it needs to have a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is not. Uh, it is not the Chekhov from Star Trek. It is a Russian playwright named Anton Chekhov, who instead of just a Russian character. Yes. Got it. Now you know. Jake, what? What's the most terrific part? The most terrific part was when the donut pop-eyed Clegghorn. <laughs> no, it's da 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 da. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, you were just doing a charge. Yeah, it's it's legally distinct. <laughs> well, I think we got thirty seconds. Um, but still, uh, I a cap and all, but right. um. You know, that's a, what a weird, silly stereotype that all cops do is eat donuts. 
donuts. Because everyone loves donuts? Because they're delicious. Exactly. They're candy bread deep fried and fat. It's I, just We went to the fancy donut perfect. place for breakfast today. <laughs> Katie got a donut the size of her face. Perfect. I once had French to- or donuts that were French toasted, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, that sounds great. It was really good. You haven't been it was at f- some hipster place up in Evanston. You haven't really been to good. the fancy donut place at home, have you? I have Donut not. Foundry? You should go. Sounds like a place I would like. Now you can, they're actually open now, so you can just go buy like a donut or two instead of having <laughs> to pay $30 for a half dozen or whatever it was. That sounds unreasonable. Right, it was for a dozen, not half dozen. But still they're, seems I mean, high. they're very big, delicious donuts. Okay, still seems high. Um, yes. Uh, I think it was pretty terrific that uh, the gun that we thought would just murder the dragons was just used for sparklers. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Could have been used way better. I think it <laughs> definitely would have helped, like, repel these <laughs> yeah. invaders. Um, you probably could have just shot six pucks at once at all of these guys. Yeah, and, and broken all of the bones in their face, and that is very discouraging, I, I guess, will tell you. I guess you don't want to shoot something like that near the big, expensive computer that you rely on. Just in the, in the lab where her shit gets made. Yeah. There's nothing good in there. I guess. If, uh, the, if something good is invented there, Wildwing takes it from her and <laughs> makes it part of their, their, their stuff. <laughs> he did just steal the hologram thing. Yeah. And he was like, this buzz ball is part of the security system now. All, all, all right. It's not done yet. It can't distinguish ducks from dragons. <laughs> when is that going to come up? <laughs> uh, who's the most likable or effective character? <sighs> that's that guy. That is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say the most effective asking character hard questions. is um, Chameleon, because he does get them in there, and he does his part of the plan flawlessly. And he does murder that human. Yes. And uh, where it goes wrong is when Siege and Wraith come and start <laughs> their part of the plan. Well, so... where it goes wrong is he successfully knocked out three of them and didn't kill them right then and there. <laughs> yeah. He's just a little fellow, though. Yeah, but an unconscious body is still an unconscious body. Yes, that's true. You can still stab him right in the throat. Yeah. What uh, did you think was uh, whatever the question is? Likeable or... It doesn't matter. Effective. I don't care. You should. I care so much. <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it to Wildwing because he kept his cool and he exploded doors and he knows how to turn off the defenses. And then he got to shoot a gun. He got to shoot a gun full of exploding pucks into the air instead of doing what would have made sense and turning, just turning those pucks off. And using them later in your battle against the dragon. That's right. It seemed to be all of the ones that they had at that moment. Yeah, I guess you have limitless resources. They've got a nuclear reactor that they <laughs> snuck in. So, yeah, why wouldn't they? They sneak it in or do they build it, Sky? Same thing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Building it is just sneaking it in piece by piece. That's right. <laughs> so what did you do for Pop Culture Pale Cleanse? Um, that's a good question, Sky. What? That's why I asked it. Oh, yeah, that's true. And that's why I told you to ask it when we made it up, so I could talk about other things other than the show. That's right. Um, I'm going to go home and watch Popeye. He's a man who gets upset, eats spinach, and punches a different man. He has very big forearms and very tiny biceps. Yeah. I don't think I watched anything um, out of the ordinary. It's the same things that I watch every week. You know, Winter Soldier... Falcon and Winter Soldier, and uh, 
in Invincible. But Invincible shows up on Thursday night at some point, so that was nice because I was texting you how long it had been since Invincible had last been on. Roughly the same amount of time. It was, but it felt like so long. Um, so I watched that, and it was good. And then <laughs> yes. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I watched that, and it was also good. Yes. I liked um, when Bucky was around, the Falcon uh, was having no problem catching the shield. Because he was showing off for his yeah. boyfriend, but then, then in his training montage, he couldn't quite do it. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought that too. Thought it was silly. <laughs> but I'm glad he got it at the end. And also, it seemed like those pads should really stop it from bouncing, but whatever. Because they're, uh, not, they're there to not damage the tree, I guess. Yeah, because vibranium. Sure. I mean, it doesn't make sense any at all. Also, it shouldn't you, bounce back like you that. You watch him in that in his solo training montage there miss the shield a bunch and the one time like when he first catches it is when he throws it and hits like the edge of that dock yeah i was like that is a real risk if you're yeah. not catching that you're really rolling you're those just... dice man you could have just tucked that to the bottom of the hole <laughs> yep you gotta go in there and get that thing there ain't a, another one man i guess a big magnet would help i oh, think it man. was magnetized or at least it had a magnet part in no no uh, i mean a big magnet like to get it out from under the ocean yeah that's what i'm saying i'm i don't think the vibranium is magnetic but i think oh. in ultron there was like a magnet part on there a magnet part yeah you can put a thing on there metal yeah <laughs> ferrous metal so magneto can't uh just like take that shield and wrap it around your head and crush your skull uh magneto works on in ways that don't make sense with magnetics. Because hmm, he can true. manipulate metal that isn't magnetic. And once he pulled Wolverine's skeleton out, so like he can do what he wants. Well, that's adamantium. That's di- that's a different kind of metal. Is it ferromagnetic? I don't know. Well, then stop making that point. You don't know either. I don't. I think it is iron-based, though, so it would make sense if it's magnetic. Also, you watched a man named Magneto pull it out of his skeleton. Can you stick powerful magnets to Wolverine's body? Yes. Okay. Would he be very mad at that? Yes. Like if you put a note on his, on he, his arm. He's probably grumpy about it because he's a regular grumpus. That's true. Yes. <laughs> Did you do anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, that play's just eating up a lot of my time and, and, and brain power. Yeah, that makes sense. One more month. <laughs> what about you, Sky? Well... Uh, I bought a bunch of movies that I haven't seen yet. Um, I bought Wonder Woman 1984, but I haven't watched it yet. But I'm excited to do that. Oh, are we just telling people things we bought? Well, I mean, in that case, I bought some apples and grapes. Uh, I got Shazam, but I haven't watched that yet either. Oh. What I did watch was The Hunt, starring Betty Gilpin. Uh, she is uh, from Glow. She's American Bell, something Bell. Fuck, Liberty Bell, uh, for in Glow which I think Glow has been canceled, but it was a very good show. And she's a great actor. And yeah, that, that movie, pandemic canceled that. Yeah. Um, it's about being abducted and hunted for sport by rich people. Um, and it takes some turns that I can't even really describe without ruining the movie. Um, but it was really good, and she's really funny in it. Oh, is that the one that they had to uh, delay because we kept shooting each other in this country? I mean, that is always true because our culture is broken. Right. Um, it was at least delayed once because of that. It could. Uh, I mean, sure. If it's the one I think it is. <laughs> could be. And I also watched Monster Hunter with Mila Jovich, 
who is I'm <laughs> I really enjoy her filmography where she's just a badass lady who does flips and shoots guns and stabs folk. Well, yeah, you get to be that if your husband just directs all the movies you're in. Yeah, and it works out great because she's pretty good in that role. The movie is real dumb, and I love it. Like, at one point, she just gets a gauntlet that can shoot rocks or shoot a grappling hook like 100 feet and reel her back in. And there's a guy with a bow and arrow made out of bones, and he can shoot arrows that have dynamite strapped to him. Uh, it's it's very fun and extremely dumb, and they fight something that looks like the Balrog from Lord of the Rings, but with, like, sticks. It's pretty good. And also a bunch of spiders. There's a bunch of spiders in it, too. Well, they are hunting monsters. Yes. And dragons. Dragon. And a uh, guy who plays Hellboy's in it. I keep forgetting Which his name. Which Hellboy? Uh, original Hellboy. Oh, Ron Perlman? That's it. And, he, you know... These people are from a different world entirely, and he is just, like, not bothering to do an affect even. He's just talking like Ron Perlman talks. Which is fine. It's a stupid movie and really fun and dumb. I probably did some other stuff. I uh, can't remember, though, like always. Well, remembering's hard. It is, and I don't write anything down. And my brain occupied, is occupied with other stuff these days. I write a lot of things down, but it's just swear words. <laughs> and boobs. Boobs is a swear word that I write down. <laughs> uh, so that'll probably do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the sh- or uh, you c- yeah, we'll be back. <clears throat> so thank you guys very much for listening. You'll get there. You'll, uh, we'll be back next week with the final episode of the series. Um, 26 to catch a duck. It's description sounds real dumb. Yes. And not at all like it should have been the last episode. Yes. Especially when they had a perfect final episode. Yes. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Next week, probably. Presumably. If everything goes according to plan. I am getting my second dose of the vaccine next week, and maybe I'll be allergic to it and it'll put me out. Or For I'll that be... long, aren't you gonna get like halfway through the week? I don't know. Goodness. I'm getting it on Tuesday. Yeah, that's not even halfway through the week. Yeah. But what if it throws me into anaphylaxis and i have to like be hospitalized i know that would be very upsetting that you'd still be ill from it on sunday yeah well maybe i died or something i don't know oh, i have to do this as a ghost if we if we get, possess if we laptop. get 25 of the 26 episodes out before you die and you die and leave me with one undone <laughs> it'll haunt you forever you'll definitely be a ghost because i have unfinished business <laughs> That's why I have multiple podcasts going at any given time, Jake, so I get to come back as a ghost. And podcast. What a <laughs> terrible purgatory. Yeah. I mean, it's no worse than actually being alive. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, here, that's this is what your purgatory will be. You'll record podcasts, and then you'll find out there was a re- recording error, and none of it <laughs> recorded. No, purgatory's neutral. That sounds like hell. Oh, well, uh, what's the one where it still bothers you, but you're not dead? Hell? <laughs> I mean, purgatory is kind of just a place where you go and don't do anything, and there's nothing. Oh, well, what's you follow the show at failed pop culture with no e at the end? You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail dot com, and you can eat, uh, talk to me. I'm at sandwich surplus and all the social media. Oh I he, added words to fuck it. you. He fucked it. He <laughs> fucked it. What a motherfucker! This guy fucked it so hard. Just prove you don't listen. You just wait. Yeah. Wait and listen. <laughs> what am I listening for? You're just saying the same thing. And I listened because I heard <laughs> that you said something. Oh, I'm so mad. 
if you guys agree that Sky is a motherfucker, uh, <laughs> you can you can tell me at uh, whatever my Twitter is. What is it? Uh, Midwest, Midwest Love Affair. Affair. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Stay safe out there. Black Lives Matter. Defund the police. And stay frosty. Let's go. Let's go.